oftentimes what I have people do who really have, I don't want to call it a phobia. That's probably too strong of a word, but an aversion or a thought that they can never eat ice cream. Ice cream is a total taboo food. Once they've got that foundation going, then we'll slowly incorporate one food at a time. They will learn that, oh, it's amazing because once the food is no longer taboo and they have quote unquote permission to eat it when the occasion arises, they don't really crave it. They don't really want it. It it really shifts a lot. Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Have you ever thought about eating whatever you wanted as much as you wanted and still lost weight? That sounds like a dream. It sounds amazing. It sounds like something that might only happen in the bizarro world. Andrea Heyman from Andrea Heyman Nutrition and the Anti-Diet Revolution podcast host is here today to explain her system to get us to be able to enjoy food, love food, have fun with food, and still lose weight. This is unbelievable. If you are interested in this topic, food becoming just a pleasurable part of your life, having a brand new relationship with food that's really a love affair as part of a piece of a greater life, a delicious life, and a life with zero taboo foods. All foods are on the table. It's an anyone's game eating situation. I am so up for this. This is so exciting. Actually, I have tried doing this since I've spoken to Andrea, and it really does work. If you're as excited and ready to rock as I am, Hang on. Here we go. I am so excited because my dear friend, Andrea Heyman, queen of joy and fun in weight loss, is here with us today. My tagline on my podcast is that you feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked. We want to look hot and sexy when we're running through that field naked. No matter what our bodies look like, we want to feel sexy. How do we put joy and fun into what we're eating, I think? This is my feeling. You're the expert here, Andrea. How do we put joy and fun into that and have our bodies nourish us and love us? Hello, by the way. Oh my gosh. I should have said hello to you right out the gate. The reason why you didn't feel like you had to give any kind of formal intro is because you just assume everybody knows me from all of your lunchtime lives and all of our conversations. That's That's true. Well, I did say that you were a queen of joy and fun and weight loss, but you tell us more about who you are. That is a good point. I have a business called Andrea Heyman Nutrition, and my focus is really to help folks lose weight with a non-diet approach. I also have the podcast, Anti-Diet Revolution, where we talk about similar topics as well. One of the things I've been talking about a lot lately is fun and joy. People often look at me like I'm a little cuckoo because how could that go along with weight loss? The the fact that people think they are so separate is exactly why I want to help people find ways to, to weave them together for many reasons. 
So yeah. talking about You're- fun and joy and weight loss. This yeah. is really also about being healthy too. That would that be the goal that we're going for? Absolutely, because the the whole mission of the anti diet approach is really to take the focus off of a number on a scale, because we've been taught to focus on that so much. And really over the years with dieting and dieting efforts, food has become seriously unfun. I hear it all the time. People say, Andrea, I've had so much anxiety or nervous feelings about what to feed myself. And that never goes well. Yeah, agree with you. People eat the cookie, but then they just feel guilty while they're eating the cookie. And then they feel worse after they ate the cookies. What was the point of the whole thing? Correct. We want to take the, those feelings away. When we reframe the, the thinking, I'm making a choice to eat a cookie. Then you don't feel guilty afterwards. It's a heck of a lot more enjoyable because the cookie is more enjoyable and more fun. Also because you don't have all those feelings of guilt and berating yourself and saying bad things about yourself in your brain and all whatnot. Yeah. You've even said to me, because I said, you're a dear friend. I'll say something like I was bad. And you're like, you're not bad. You just enjoyed a dessert or whatever it is. It's that mind frame of this is bad. I'm bad. And we shame ourselves. Totally. We think of food as very polarizing, good or bad, very black and white, good, bad, cheat day, diet day, the list goes on, on the wagon, off the wagon, dieting, not dieting. And it makes it super unfun. So a lot of times what I say to people, because you're not the only one who says that you've been bad. You were bad because you ate a cookie or you were bad because you had pizza or whatever it is. My response often, you were bad. Who did you murder? Yeah. You were bad if you murdered someone or something like that. But if you ate a cookie, that doesn't make you bad. It means you ate a cookie. That's literally all it means. Right. So how do people do this? I think it's about being mindful and tasting the cookie, smelling the cookie, becoming one with the cookie or whatever it is you're eating. I say it in a kind of a funny way, but I think it's true. Also, how do we do this and not have it be a license to just eat whatever we want? Because obviously then we're not going to lose weight. That's a super good question. In fact, that's one of the first steps that I go through when I work with people. We want to be able to feel comfortable and enjoy all foods and have them fit into our routines. It's such a big departure from where we typically are. Typically, we're very ingrained in diet culture and diet culture messaging. It's it's a big jump to go from one to the other. So I actually do tell people at the beginning to create a general meal plan for themselves. Not that we're counting calories or doing anything particularly stringent, but more of having a plan of on Monday, I am making eggplant Parmesan. On Tuesday, I am making a green salad and salmon. Whatever the choices are to have a framework at the beginning, get in that good routine. I find... If I eat carbs, if I have pizza or something, and then I'm getting onto ice cream, I'm just going to want more carbs. 
I find that. Most likely because you've told yourself that you can't have any of those. It could be true. Could it also be that we're just addicted at this point? When we wake up the monster, we just want more? Maybe perhaps initially. However, if you give yourself that freedom and flexibility, it goes away. It's really amazing. You're talking about having ice cream and you're talking a portion, half a cup. People are, are they measuring this? How is this happening here? Nope. We don't, we don't do that. We don't have to measure. We're, we learn to trust our bodies and give folks skills to understand their hunger cues and, and all of that so that they can be even served like in an ice cream parlor, a big serving of ice cream, take what they enjoy and then pass on the rest and not feel like they have to finish the entire portion or the entire pint of ice cream. It's really skills that we've lost along the way that everybody, literally everybody has the ability to relearn. It's funny too, because when we're with little kids and they eat five bites of a large ice cream or a pizza or something, and then they say, I'm done. As an adult, I'm thinking, what are you nuts? Look at all this food. Like, how could you be done? How could you leave this? All this delicious. What are you doing? That is the exact proof that we as humans have the ability to listen to our body cues. It's just that all kinds of factors over the years have gotten rid of that. So it's our job, my job to help people relearn that. And like I said, everybody has the ability for sure. Because there's also those people that don't like to waste food. There's also those people knows when they're full, but yet they keep eating. It's really tapping into that. Yeah. So it just makes it such a much more joyous happier existence and relationship with food when you can get there. Yeah. I've been working on stuff with my blood sugar. I've been trying to figure out low carb ways to eat cookies, to eat these kinds of things. I really want to have a full array of what I can eat, but, and I don't want to have to say, Oh, I can only eat half this cookie because there's too many carbs. I want to be able to know that I can just eat whatever I want in a box Does this system apply for people that have health concerns? Yes, you can apply it, but we want to do it a little bit slower, affect those blood numbers, I would say. People have high cholesterol or diabetes. Absolutely. No, I think like the anti-diet approach is universally successful. I've had one woman recently that I was working with who came off of her metformin. Um, uh Uh-huh. It's really great. Tell us more about that. She came off her diabetes medication and she was eating cookies. Yep. This is somebody who had for years and years struggled with her weight. When we got her to surrender and be happy with her weight now, that's one piece of it. While we were also teaching her all of these methods and having her incorporate these foods that she once considered taboo foods that she would stay away from, really, she completely changed her eating habits. What she would do is do things like feel guilty from what she ate the previous day. So then she told herself she wouldn't eat breakfast or lunch to make up for it. But then by the end of the day, she was so hungry, she'd stop on her way home and maybe polish off 
two cheeseburgers and a thing of fries by the time she walked into the door of her house and then also snack in the evening. So it really was like an unhealthy cycle. So with her, we started just by giving her a regular eating plan. She noticed within that first week, she felt so much better. Then as she started to incorporate those taboo foods, she was just so much more happy with her, her life, with her eating habits. She was happier with herself because she felt more in charge of what she was doing, whereas she felt so shameful before. And then she surrendered to it and ended up, because her eating habits were so good, the next time she got on a scale at a doctor's office, she was shocked to find out that she had lost 12 pounds because for her weight loss, she had always associated that with a really hard, struggling, kind of striving diet plan. She hadn't done any of that. She came off of that metformin. So you're talking about people changing their relationships with food and therefore changing their relationships with themselves. It's not what people come to me for, but it is what people end up getting. Okay. So basically it's eat cookies and then go see Andrea. She's not going to shame you for eating that cookie people. Just give her a holler. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, The other thing about joy is that I think it's super important that we have such busy lives that our days are one long to-do list. When we approach things that way, which is super normal, I do that. I'm sure you do that a lot of times. Most of us do. It feels unfun. It feels like there's no space to have fun in your day. So people often turn to food as that pleasure and that um, to give them that joy. It doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure out that if we're using food for our source of joy, then that, that will make weight loss weight management, very difficult. Finding other sources of joy, other things that give us pleasure and joy is really key in there because then we don't have to rely on the food. Yeah. It's really easy to pop a piece of chocolate in your mouth and go on a five minute vacation. Exactly. They're unconsciously sticking food in their mouth, sitting in front of the TV and eating, snacking. You don't even see those calories going down. Absolutely. So you recommend people have, you know, hobbies. I always talk about a joy list or uh, could do a whole podcast on joy lists of things that people might enjoy doing, playing cards. Or if they have one specific hobby. Okay. So I will give you an example. I really like to play solitaire. I like to play cards of any kind, but I can play solitaire by myself, obviously. So I will just pull out a deck of cards and play for 10 or 15 minutes. That's really fun for me. I do that all the time or pretty frequently. I would say most days of the weeks I do that because anyone can. Or just the real cards. No real cards. Yeah. Yeah, She's old school guys. I am old school. The point is that I'm doing something that brings me joy. Something that is fun for me. I'm like, Oh, I'll go play solitaire. 
that is an outlet adding that fun to the day. So I'm sure everyone out there has a hobby or something that they really enjoy to do. Maybe it's crocheting or knitting. Maybe it's another craft or scrapbooking, all kinds of things. Maybe reading for 10 minutes, walking the dog, whatever it is. A fun non-food thing. Absolutely. That is right. If you pick sex, that's actually calorie burning. It is true. (laughs) Just had to say that. Okay, cool. Any other cool, fun tips to bring joy? Uh, Really changing our relationship with food and not making it taboo and embracing all foods. Absolutely. That on its own adds so much more fun to the whole thing, right? Food and eating is something that we have to do several times a day. So we should do everything we can to have a good relationship with food since we have to do it so frequently. If it's not a good relationship, then you have to be reminded multiple times a day that it's not a good relationship. And that's not fun, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, this is really cool. All right. Do you have any other quick tips? Let's see. I would say finding an outlet for joy or bringing more fun, finding ways to accept foods and taking them off of your taboo list. If that seems like a big jump, then starting with a general healthy eating plan for yourself. Good ways to get started. Excellent. All right. This was so much fun. So where can people find you? You can find the podcast, Anti-Diet Revolution, and I'm on Instagram, Andrea Heyman Nutrition. Also, my website is Andrea Heyman Nutrition. Yeah, I will put all of that in the show notes for for the listeners because I do it all for them, Andrea. I do it all for them. Awesome. Any questions, let me know. Okay, great. They can just reach out to you there. And thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate it. Pleasure, pleasure. I can't wait to go eat some cookies now. You got me inspired. <laughs> I'm the cookie monster. All right. Have a great day, everybody. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating. And if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake. And check out my website, www.jennajake.com.